This is Grow With The Bros, hosted by Ryan and Ken Parsons, founders of the Brothers That Just Do Gutters. Welcome to another episode of Out of the Gutter, Behind the Brother. We've made every mistake in the book, so you don't have to. Our time to evolve as business owners is now. Let's grow together. All right, on today's episode, we're talking with Jeremiah Bowles out of Lynchburg, Virginia, the original, the OG, right? Original gutter guy. Awesome. So welcome to the show, Mr. Jeremiah Bowles. Yeah, thanks for having me. Oh, no problem. So we're hoping to kind of just like reminisce a tiny bit in the beginning of how we first met and everything. And I remember it was what, Thanksgiving 2000? Uh, nine i think sooner had to be sooner 2008 or nine yeah probably eight or nine married in 2009 right i married sister yes jeremiah married our only sister can't believe it that's awesome couldn't be happier couldn't have a better brother-in-law so that's really cool um but thanksgiving i just remember this this is what i remember i remember like there was a bunch of like my sister's friends all there you know, guys, maybe a couple girls. And Jeremiah just like kept, you know, every once in a while, just like ask another question about business, just really interested in what we were doing and stuff. And, uh, and I just, it just, I remember that. But what stands out the most is like, you made grape ice cream. Like, what was it? Grape and ice cream. Yeah, like uh, milkshakes. Yeah. Yeah, so... Back to that, that, that Thanksgiving, what do you remember? How did that all play out? You know, so I was like, it was during a time where I was pursuing, uh, pursuing Becca. And um, I remember coming in and I'm like, oh, the family's in town. They got kids. And I, I had like, I'm like a big cartoon guy. Love yep. cartoons. So I, I brought cartoons for Kenny's kids you know, and I was like, all right, well, I'm going to try and do my best here. Right. Yeah. And brought over uh, milkshakes. And um, I wasn't really friends with like the other friends that were there. Like I didn't hang out with them, but I knew them from college. Yeah. Um, and so I remember like hanging out and doing it. And I was a baseball guy. I wasn't thinking business, but I, my dad owned his own business. So I was kind of like, you know, interested in it to hear it. Uh, but I remember you guys sitting over in the bar kitchen area talking to the other guys. And I kept like overhearing, overhearing, like, and this was like before, like you guys were thinking about it. You're like, oh, yeah. we're thinking about this. It's like, what do you think? Like just starting our own brand or a franchise, we can, we've got systems. We're starting to get like things rolling. So yeah, it was like one of those things that like, wasn't there yet but like I was sort of I, I overheard yeah yeah so you guys do girls and then you know just started asking questions and um yeah so I was like sort of the outcast of that group I was uh-huh. a baseball guy that was like you know 80 hours a week you know you didn't really have much social light during that time uh, yeah and, and so, at that point I think you were the only one that knew you were pursuing my sister right I don't even know if she knew or we knew did uh, not really because we were still friends in college you know what I mean we were uh, friends in college feeling, man I knew it that I knew it when he showed up with all those videos and all yeah. that stuff. 
like, man, all those other guys that were there showed up with nothing. I said something to Jody. I said, see that guy? He's got something for Rebecca. Guarantee it. <laughs> nice. Oh, that's awesome. And so, and I'm really bad at remembering things, but I remember like it was either before that or right after that, like, I remember taking my sister out on sales calls with me in New York. She was thinking about selling her house and moving back to New York because college was done and nothing was really happening and she wanted to get out of the job she was doing. So um, I don't remember, I th- I'm guessing that was maybe before that or after that, but you, you know, finally swooping in there, making your move, you know, had her stay because she was getting ready to, you know, come learn the family business. I remember training her, taking her on estimates. Does anyone yeah. remember that? Yeah. Yeah, I remember she was like, she actually had to take a day off of work because she had some anxiety because she like told everybody she was moving back. She was going to work for her brothers doing sales. And, uh, you know, and she came to the base. She came by the baseball house uh, at Liberty. And, uh, you know, I was on the, on the field getting ready for practice. And she's like, hey, I'm moving back to New York. And I'm like, what? New York and I and I had some like uh I had like a girl I was dating at the time down in Georgia and I'm like it may it really made me like move like okay this is the girl this is the girl that I want the girl that God has for me yeah and I'm like I gotta move I gotta you know because I was procrastinating the whole thing you know and uh so then yeah, I was like, you can't move, like, blah, blah, blah. And so then, um, yeah, it went so fast after that, you know? Yeah, so you had to get off your butt. You had to make, so you had to make it known that you were serious, huh? Yep, yep. And then dated for eight months and then uh, surprised her. Kenny came and got me at the airport to propose to her eight months later, ten months later. That was a fun ride. Almost died. I remember um, that. That was uh, right at Nick, uh, Mom and Nick's house, right? Yeah. Yeah. We were parked on the side of the road. Oh my gosh, how awesome. Oh, he was in that little like that Green Hornet. The Honda Civic with like all spare tires on it going 90 miles an hour. <laughs> Holy crap. All donuts. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's a whole other podcast. We could really go down this path, which is fun. I love this, but I don't know if everyone else loves it as much as us. Um so yeah, that that's so crazy. I remember you were actually like selling Christmas trees. I think we went and like stopped by, you were like hustling, you know, selling some Christmas trees out of a parking lot. Um, that same weekend, maybe. I forgot about that. Yeah. There's downtime. Like the kids when college baseball kids go away. So you have like the whole, like from Thanksgiving to new year's to do nothing. And so I I earned some extra cash. Wow. Christmas trees. (laughs) Um, all right. So, now, I don't remember exactly the order of things, um, but at, at some point, you know, we decided and, and you were kind of uh, in, in career transition. So let's kind of hop into when, when we actually pulled the trigger. I know it went from curiosity to actually like doing this thing. And, and uh, we were nowhere close to a franchise or having it all figured out. But um, just discuss your experience a little bit prior to Brothers Gutters. Like what exactly were you doing? Um, and then how did that lead into what we ended up doing? Uh, yeah, so so during that period of, you know, we were getting married. Uh, we weren't married yet, so I think it was, like, planned. So during the summer, if you're a college baseball coach, you're looking for um, a job 
or you're looking for a different job or like more paying job or, you know, there's a lot of movement in college coaching. And, and so I had, um, uh, there was a position open in Brown university and <clears throat> I did a phone interview. The, the previous coach that I worked for had a tie with him. They were like college roommates or buddies mm-hmm. and um, <clears throat> basically offered me the job. It was a, um, Brown University's like unlimited recruiting budget. So there's a lot of like travel, like you got to get in a plane and you got to drive, you know, across the country to see a kid, your family life isn't that great. Um, okay. As far as recruiting, they wanted me to be a recruiting, recruiting coordinator. Um, and plus it was in like, I think Providence, Rhode Island. Um, and so the cost of living there was pretty high. Yep. And Lynchburg's kind of uh, low cost of living. So Becca had a really awesome job uh, doing pharmaceutical sales. And it was like a point in time where like I, I had like the, the entrepreneur spirit. Like I, you know what I mean? It was just kind of like I was never really good at taking like having a boss. So the only way to fix that is to be the boss. Yep. So, um, yeah, I was teachable, but I, and coachable, but I wasn't like, like if I was in something and somebody told me something different and I'm like, well, I have like 30 hours into this, you know, that's wrong. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's what typical would happen. Yeah. But like, um, I was like, you know what, why don't, what do you think you, you know, your brothers were talking about doing it in the future. What, I mean, what do you think we're the, do the guinea pig? You know what I mean? So, you know, I think I, I don't remember the first conversation. I wish I did. Um, if, you know, like, Hey, what do you guys think about, you know, start, you know what I mean? I don't remember that, but I know that I'm like, Becca was like, Hey, why don't you just do the brothers? It just the gutters down here. I'm like, all right, sure. <laughs> kind of like, it was kind of like, See, she could sell gutters. Yeah. Look at that. She sold, <laughs> yeah, she sold franchise. <laughs> but she, you know, um, it happened so fast. Like, like whenever I just, like maybe a 24-hour decision. Yeah, yeah, we're doing this. Let's go. And so it was like, you know, I went up there and we trained for like, uh, I think we trained for like two or three weeks. I mean, we're known for our legendary training. Um, yes. I mean, you know, tell us about how well you were trained. <laughs> <laughs> that was so great. I mean, I, I remember the, I remember the house. I remember like everything that we were doing. I could probably tell you, I mean, it was Royal Brown gutter Yep. and it was like a five pitch, maybe, maybe four, four pitch. It was like the lowest route. And, uh, and it's just me and Kenny and, and I, I think I, think I was fil- I was filming. I think filming, and then Joe was there, uh, and then we were, we were like, "Hey, I want you to carry this fifty foot cutter up." What? Man, but I eventually chickened out of that. But Kenny carried it up, and he's like, "Yeah, just hang that. Just help hold this side." And I remember I was like, I was like as far away from the edge as possible, and I'm like sweating bullets, and like, what? we done with this yet he's like no slide it this way and you know kenny's sitting indian style like nonchalant with a tank top on you know just 
back back when I back when I could sit Indian style. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but um, yeah, did out in the field training. Um, you know, went out on a few estimates. Um, the estimate part was pretty was a lot easier at that time because there was there wasn't much technology. It was it was uh, paper. Yeah, it was paper and grids and. You know, that grid is still legendary. I'm sure it's still floating around Lynchburg from people stealing it from us. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> that, that. That grid and, like, all the uh, different order items and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that thing was, man, the evolution of that grid. My goodness. The blue paper is color. The white paper oh, is Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah. That was brilliant. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh it is funny some of the simplistic stuff that we've had to overcomplicate only to simplify again and you know some things are still you know we're probably a little easier and you know <laughs> so before we kind of switch full on into into like the startup we can't, we can't with forget the, about something here we can't forget about something here go ahead. I, went down, I went down to virginia to do some on-site training oh. jeremiah <laughs> Yes, I, I do want to talk about that. On-site training. Before we get to that, I just wanted to kind of go back a little bit um, with, with the coaching. So, like, what what was it that intrigued you? I mean, did we kind of cover that, that you've always kind of wanted to be your own boss? Um, yeah. And what the, happened in baseball? Um, well, it was like one of those things where, like, we love Lynchburg. We want to stay here. And um, – you know, I've always wanted to own my own business and just be on my own and make the decisions and mm -hmm. do that thing. And um, uh, I trusted you guys a lot. Like, you know, there was nothing, you know, like there yeah. was like, oh, well, it works here. Well, it, yeah. you know what I mean? It was like, hey, this is going to work. They're making it work. There's two guys making it work in New York. I'm like, yeah, we can do it here. Yeah, and, and I trusted you guys a lot with that with that process, and I know like I was married to your sister, so I'm like, they <laughs> definitely like want her to be happy and make you know and make money. Yeah, so it was kind of easy. Oh, that's cool, and I and I remember it just was uh, we were still coming out of the recession. You know, there yeah. wasn't like it's not like we could give you a lot of money or anything. We didn't really help anything financially. You had to go scrounge up the money. Buy a truck? Was it a used truck? I can't remember. Uh, yeah, it was like uh, it was like twenty thousand uh, dollar yeah. diesel truck out of Florida. Yeah, so I mean, <laughs> like what we did was just crazy. It was just kind of implementing the best we could, you know, with the branding, everything. We had systems, but man, they were not polished. You know, they were rough, and they didn't always translate well. And I, I remember, I actually felt bad in hindsight. You know, at the time you know, thinking, all right, it's easy. You just got to follow these 74 steps and it'll be perfect. You yeah. know, and you were out there by yourself trying to follow 50 of them, you know, um, on the roof, answering the phone. So I remember that, that guinea pig stage. Um, and in hindsight, I always felt a little bit like, oh man, you know, it was, it was crazy. The expectations like, you know, that we had of how the system can and should work versus like, what it's like for one person to do it. Do you remember those days? Those yeah, I mean, I remember the right on the roof. 
I remember writing thank you cards and answering phones. And oh my god! Keeping this little like little black book, you know, like when somebody called me, um, and that was even. I don't know why I didn't think about it. Hey, um, sorry, man. Like, can you just send me a text? Like, people were texting them. Why didn't I do that? It was really? like, oh yeah, T nine word, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I'm like, oh man. But yeah, wrote everything down on a ladder. Drive. I mean, it was, uh, it was pretty awesome. I, I love doing the work, you know. Yeah. Like, you know, but it was like when someone wants you home, it's not really that fun to do the work so so late and so long, you know. Um. Yeah, it gets it gets crazy. So, oh man, like um, so I'm I'm thinking about some of the systems that didn't necessarily work. Do you remember when we tried to move? Uh, when we implemented the contact center, remember that? Uh-huh. So that was uh, a that mini nightmare. Like, that wasn't until like uh, almost three years later. Yeah. So before we get to there, let's talk about this uh, home show, right? Didn't we do like a home show right away and uh, got you a bunch of houses and leads? Oh, I had like 30 something leads. 30 something leads from a home show. And I think that was prior before you did it much work in your own area, right? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't really know. I mean, I, I could do everything like gutters, but there was like corners and all that fun stuff. Man, right? if it was like 17 corners, I'd be there for like two days. Yeah. You know I mean? yeah. There was this one job that it was in Madison Heights on Hans. 26 corners, right? Something yeah, like that. It was like 20 something corners. And, <laughs> and uh, we went there together and I'm, I'm like looking at that house now. I go by it all the time and I'm like, that's not, I mean, I could finish that in like five hours, but oh then I, six hours and I'm like looking at it, it's all one level, but you're like, man, that was like the largest, that was like Mount Vesuvius. You know what I mean? That was like Mount Everest. I'm like, oh my gosh, how am I going to do this? I can't do this, you know? Um, and in that point, I was like, man, I need help. So Kenny came down and that job, I actually had to leave that job and left Kenny there by himself <laughs> doing 26 corners. Do you remember that? Oh, yes, I do. It was, he it was, stuck doing it was all brown, wasn't it? It was a brown job? Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. man. I had to leave and go do an estimate. And I was oh. like in and out of everywhere. It was, it, was, it was pretty amazing, though. Yeah, it was cool. I think we brought all of our home show stuff down from New York, maybe. We did a home show. Kind of all the timing worked out really nice from you training to getting all your stuff to doing a home show to kind of getting some leads in the, in the hopper. Um, I think you did a bunch of estimates for like a week and then we, or just Ken came back down to help you. And again, we thought we were going to train, right? And you guys, and basically Ken and you just worked. I don't know how much training got done, but we tried to just, you just tried to get the jobs done, right? Yeah. Yeah. We yeah, got the jobs done. And um, I think he got his first, uh, first uh, training in on how to fall off of a roof too. Oh man. Yeah. Fell off. Yeah. yeah. White shingles. So the white and gray shingles is like, Kenny's like, I'm I, not, I don't think. I said, don't go up there, man. It's too slippery. White shingles, man. Forget yeah. it. They're the worst. Three tab, especially. That's yeah. like, man, that's going down the slide right there. Lady was gardening out back and uh, like she was doing her gardening and we were on the, I was just on the backside and there's this like, it's only like a 12 foot drop, but like, I was at the top of the ridge and I was coming down to measure 
and I start sliding like <laughs> down the roof. And then I like last minute, I mean, it like happened so fast, Kenny said, but it was like slow motion. I jumped and I grabbed onto the gutter. Wrote, uh, the gutter came off perfectly. Like it didn't tilt or anything, it came straight off of the weight and I fell back, rolled, dropped the gut. I mean, I rolled and dropped the gutter at the same time and stood up. And the lady said, looked over, and she's like, hey, are you guys all right? I'm like, yeah, just taking down the gutter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and not only that, but he did all that rolling through, like like it was like parkour. And he, yeah. he didn't lose one of his tools or anything out of his tool belt. Like, he, everything stayed put. It was like, you couldn't you could have done that any better. Oh, man. We had to take like a 10-minute break. It looked like he fell. It was like a purpose. So funny. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. But yeah, whenever, talk about 2008, I forgot to touch on this, is um, whenever I was starting the business and I was, you know, getting feelers out there for my construction buddies, every single one, like, because this was during the downtime. So um, they had seen it really good. They'd been in business already for a long time. And then they were like, man, you do not need to go into business. Like, this is not the time. Don't do it. Yep. Don't do it like you can't you can't make a living in business right now, like in construction, because that was when the, the bubble part, like right on the tail end of it. Yep. And, and uh, I'm like, what better way to come in to construction, not knowing what's good or what's bad. Right. Yeah, for sure, man. I remember one of the big competitors. They basically said to one of your mutual buddies, they'll be out of business in and out of business within a year. Right. Yeah. Something like that. Do you remember that? Yeah. Yeah, I remember. Like, it was like, he told that to the yellow page guy. He's like, this guy's betting you're going to be out of business in like two, like a year or two. Yep. And I believe they're pretty much out of business by now. Yeah. <laughs> Not that we wish that on anybody. It's so funny that that's the same thing that somebody said to me too, when I first started my business. <laughs> yeah. Same thing. Somebody literally posted on our Facebook, you know, when we announced that we were franchising the gutter business. Um, you know, so I like it. I love it. We need a few naysayers out there to kind of motivate us. You know, I think coming from backgrounds like us and in sports and things like that. Yeah, please, somebody tell me I can't. I, I need that once in a while. Please tell me I can't. Hate us because they ain't us. That's it. <laughs> love it. All right. So let's, uh, let's move forward a little bit. Um, you know, obviously, we didn't have what we have today. We didn't have the systems. We didn't even have all the, the coaching down. When to add a second, third truck. Um, when to add a salesperson, that back office admin. I, I, there was still some things that, I mean, you were basically helping us figure out um, as we were going, right? You remember yeah. all that? Yeah, we're like, you know, it was one of those things where we were um, kind of scared, you know, like, do I hire somebody right now? Do they come to my house and work out of my house? You yeah. know, because we were, we were, I was operating out of my, at an office at the house. Uh, and so, yeah, a lot of that stuff was like, when, you know, when do you get another truck? Like, yeah. When do you hire your first guy? Um, and, you know, I hired, I hired a bunch of chumps at the very beginning. Just mm. like I hired a bunch of guys that that could only work with me. Yeah. And so it was like, why am I hiring these guys? And then um, I think, I think I hired one guy and I'm like, 
man, this guy could run a truck. Mm. I could do it without me. So then I started figuring, you know, I could maybe be off a truck and I could just do estimates. Yeah. So it was like, it kind of just like kept going and going. And uh, the stress, I got a lot of stress just from like, because we were, we looked a lot bigger than we were. Yeah. Like people were like, oh, call the brothers. They can do it. They do a job. They can do a job faster. They get you in two weeks and, you know, just because we weren't that busy. But then like all of a sudden we got two months out, you know, somebody gives you a deposit. You're like, oh, you got to wait two months before you get your gutters on. So then it was, I mean, like that stress like made me just start spending money on, on employees. Yeah. So I think that's, uh, I still have that baggage, like where I just slow to hire. Yeah. Slow to hire all the time. Um, and, you know, I'm just now getting past that where I'm always looking for, for an installer or, yeah. you know what I mean? Somebody in that. Uh, yeah. And I think that was the biggest thing too. Uh, Cause you guys didn't, didn't have the metrics, didn't have the demographic, didn't have the Google, you know, you guys got a team. We have a team now, like four or five people that, that say, Hey, he's only tapping into something percentage, 80% of his or 60% of his Google AdWords. Yep. He's got a lot more business to get. So it's like more of a science now and it's yep. easier to hire and uh, yeah. uh, project on, you know, with, with all the other ones. Oh yeah. yeah we, bet, we basically had some rules of thumb that actually still work to this day, but it was a rule of thumb. You know, it's a, um, once you can't maintain two weeks, like if you've got one crew and you can't maintain two weeks, no matter how much overtime, you know, let's get another one. But yeah. that's always scary. You know, you always get slammed in the spring and you're out four or five weeks and then it kind of slows down at some point, you know, learning the different territories. So yeah, it was definitely, you know, Hey, it's easy for us from New York to say, Hey, get another truck, hire more guys, you know, than being in it. Yep. You know, so. And you, you guys know, had some skin in the game too, because it is your sister, you know, oh, like yeah. our family. So you're like, Oh, you didn't want to want to say like, spend all this money. Like, Oh yeah. What do you think I should do? Oh like, yeah. Kind of deal. So it was like, yeah, it was fun. It was, yeah. uh, didn't know it was on the other end for sure. <laughs> Everyone's journey's different. You know, so for the first three to five years, we're figuring it out, you know, and then we started to polish this thing up. Um, and then, you know, now we are, here we are, we're, we're 10 years in, or you're 10 years in, uh, we're five years into franchising. So, you know, you ended up getting the business. Why don't you kind of tell us where your business is at now before we kind of go into the next section, but from basically watching the same video over and over, I think you told me you probably wore out that tape. You know, we trained you on one house and you had one video to watch over yeah. and over, um, which is incredible to me because in hindsight, you were on one job. You were petrified to step off the ladder to the roof, like, and, but you were already in. You were like, I'm doing this. I can't be scared. Yeah. And then never really having any quality issues. You always did a great job. And that blows my mind that when people have that ownership, when they're like, you know what? My name's on the truck. The picture's on it. Like, this is me. Their quality is amazing. But, yeah. it, you know, and you had no business of being good at gutters. You just decided you were going to do it and do it right. And that to me is incredible. So from literally watching the same video over and over to us trying out all these systems and eventually probably five years later, 
I won't, I won't say perfecting, but honing them yeah. to, to today. Tell us, you know, where are you at? What's, what's going on? What are you looking forward to? Um, yeah. So I'm looking forward to uh, like hands off of a lot of stuff. Okay. Uh, like I sort of micromanaged last year a little bit, just kind of with the schedule. I haven't touched the schedule this year. Like, um, um, so where, where I was, where I was, you know, you're doing every hat, you're, you're wearing the estimate hat, the sales hat, uh, everything like that. So I've had, um, really good success with sales, like the salespeople that have came on, uh, you know, minus one or two, but the past year or so when, you know, my sales have gone from, uh, I think I was, I think I hovered like around 700, like six and 700. And, you know, and that's like, we're, we're in a smaller town. So I was like, you know, I even told you guys like in our meetings, like, you know, I'm fine with 850, 900. That's good. That's a good living. Like, like I can manage that. Like it's mm-hmm. like my brain can like do all the micromanaging that it wants to and whatever. And, but Last year, we learned, as you know, that my market is more than that. Like, my market brothers' gutters more than 850. Yep. And uh, reluctantly, we did uh, like 950 something. So, mm-hmm. 950,000 uh, we did last year and, and didn't even know it. Like, didn't even, it didn't feel different because I'm slowly start letting go of stuff, you know? Yeah, yeah. And, and like, so I have to unlearn some stuff. Yeah. Like, you know, like five oh, yeah. years of business of doing it before the franchise, you guys were still there helping me with the numbers and like making sure I didn't make mistakes. Um, but the systems weren't like honed and like easy yeah. and everything. So it was like, so I have to unlearn like some of that old school stuff, you know? Like, yeah. And when uh, we say things like, habits, when we say, no, I hear you. And when we say things like it's easier to run a five truck company than a two truck company, like that's something that I think probably hits your brain with resistance. But I think yeah. at this point you're like, I think they're right. Yeah. Yeah. It's easier. you like, I mean, if somebody calls and they have a problem, you have flexibility like in the schedule to send a guy. So that's less stress on everybody, you know? And, um, I was, I, the only thing different that I did was the shop guy. I really hated ordering material, all the little bitty elbows, all the stuff, the different colors. Like it was a night, like you could not just like sit down for 30 minutes and order for the week. It was impossible. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, I hired, once I hired a shop guy, you know, veteran army guy who, just is very meticulous um and he does a great job of ordering material and and like i don't have to um you start letting go i'm like oh man he's doing a good job of this so uh, during that time this is probably in the last i've probably grown the most as a person in the last three years you know just like a business owner person um just like learning how to keep my hands out of stuff, let people fail, let people learn, uh, training. Um, and so now I can, uh, I was able to focus on like 
buying a shop, buying a, you know, getting, getting some like real concrete, like, you know, you rent a place, you're like, man, do you put, do you put a hundred thousand dollars into a place, you know, that, um, that, that you're renting, you know? And I didn't really have that kind of cash. So I was like, well, I'm, I finally got enough cash. So I bought a place for our office. So we got a, a concrete, like, like staple place right off of an awesome intersection, like crazy intersection. You can't, uh, I didn't realize how busy it was till I started working the land over there and, mm-hmm. and working over there. Um, and so now we're about to pave a parking lot there and build a, a 30 by 30 shed to, <laughs> to hold our, our quills and stuff. So um, yeah, it's going uh, from where it was to where it is now, like since the systems and, you know, breaking some bad habits and unlearning some stuff, like it's, it's slowly like, um, and I'm learning a lot from the other franchises too. Like, yeah. you know, there's, there's more than one way to skin a cat and there's all different kind of ways. And like, you can kind of take like what person, this person does on a truck, this person does on a truck. All right. So I, you know, apply it to your demographic or how your roads are, how, yeah. you, you know, how, yeah. how are you working in tight neighborhoods and like one way streets and stuff like that. So um, it's kind of cool to see all the other franchises doing, uh, doing the systems in modified yeah. uh, demographics. I look at it like, you know, there's a recipe how to bake the cake. Um, but how you decorate it, how tall you make it, how wide, there's all these different ways to, to make it your own. Um, but the fundamentals of the ingredients are, are solid, they're proven, and I love that. And I, just like what you said, I love the flavor that uh, some of the different locations all add. So that's pretty cool. So I want to talk about, I mean, you've been, I, at this point, you're the biggest referrer of, of new franchisees. So for for... People see what you are, they, they meet you, they see whatever they see. I, I want you to kind of talk about it, um, you know, that you're a big part of people validating whether they've ever met you or you've brought them to us yourself. They see you, they talk to you, and they want to do this thing. You know, what is it that you love so much or what are you telling them that makes them go, I'm interested, I'm going to call Ken? Yeah, I tell them. I mean, I tell them all the good and the bad, you know, like yeah. the, you know, like straight up honest with, you know, so um, like, let's see, Luke called like all our friends. We have like a big friend network from being Liberty. Everybody goes to school and they stay here. Um, so Luke's brother calls me and he's like, Hey, you know, cause you know, we're, we do most, we do a lot of gutters here in Lynchburg. And he's like, Hey, my dad's got these gutters. Like they're terrible. Like, don't you, what do you think you should do here? And I'm like, you got to put six inch on that house that, you know, and just kind of like, you just know as soon as you see it. And, uh, and I'm like, Luke is standing there and Dave, Dave's standing there. And he's like, Dave starts asking me questions about business. I'm like, you just want to know about gutters. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> so he starts asking about business and and it was actually Dave, my friend Dave, who who said, Why don't why don't you do it down here, Luke? Why don't you do dad's gutters? Like, you know what I mean? Sort of yeah. like 
he was just saying, so what do you do this? What about here? He's like, and I'm just telling him like what it, I don't, I mean, I'm not, there's no, like, I don't hold anything back. I tell yeah. you what, whatever. I mean, if you want to know everything there is to know, I'll tell you everything you need to know is, uh, um, um, and so he's just asking questions and, and Dave's like, Hey Luke, why don't you do gutters? And he's like, really? And so the next day Luke called me, you know, and <clears throat> I think it was, I don't know if it was the next day, it might've been the next week. Cause that was the weekend. Mm-hmm. And then Luke was like, so what, so what's it like? You're, you're an actual brother. You know what I mean? Like your family, yeah. like, uh, and I guess that has some skin in it because like, um, cause I don't, I mean, I don't, whatever. I'll tell you that I know you before gutters. Yeah. So it was like, yeah, they're all, I mean, it's easy. They're easy to work with. Um, I'm like, they're going to help you. They want you to succeed. Cause when they, when you succeed, they succeed. Mm-hmm. And basically it's an easy system to follow. And, and I tell them, I tried to do roofing. It's like, I did roofing for like a year and it's garbage. I'm like, I don't even, you're taking off stuff. More things can break. Like there's more money in gutters mm. and than roofing. It's just, you have to have a great system to turn and burn, to turn and to keep moving process, to bring in different leads, to uh, busting out the jobs. You know, you just gotta be efficient and it's a lot easier work. It's a lot easier work. So like, I was like, you know, I've been unfocused. I've built houses and done roofs and gutters is the best part. Even though there's so many annoying little parts to them, they're, they're light. You know, the hardest part about gutters is, is ladders. Yep. And you know what, if you're the owner, you train people how to climb ladders and you, you train them how to climb the ladder. Yep. And, um, yeah, so it's, it's sort of easy to sell itself. And then, and they're like, and then, and I tell them the name sells itself. Yeah. You know, so the brothers that just do gutters, people just think it's so cute. It's the mm-hmm. cutest thing ever. It's the cutest brand out there. Especially <laughs> the right side of the brand is so cute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Uh-huh. The gla- you know, you got one guy that's like the, the glasses and the Metro, and then you got the other. <laughs> <laughs> that's it, right there. <laughs> oh, I love it. Far from that, if you're listening. nice so now what is it that like um you know so you tell them the good the bad and the ugly and and what do you think it is that just makes them take that next step and give ken a call and find out more what is it that kind of really stands out to you that it stands out to them um yeah i think the care like the close-knit care it's like um when they talk to ken and they talk like you go from me, like a guy who just recommended you that owns a business of this bigger company, you go straight to Ken. Mm-hmm. I, the guy who started it, the guy who uh, is one of the founders of Brothers Gutters. And so it's kind of like, like it's like this, it's kind of like just doing gutters like you are, like right now. It's like people think we're bigger than we are because of the brand and like, like the posture that we have. Yeah. So be a part of a close family niche company that looks Mm -hmm. to 
lot like a national brand. Yeah. Isn't that the goal in every business? I think so. But I even remember early on, you know, I think there was a little head trash that, you know, even you and Jonathan and Jimmy in the beginning had about looking too big. They wanted, they were afraid that people wouldn't want to hire us because they want to deal with a local or mom and pop. But it seems like you've had a complete, you know, different. I mean, it's like we're in such a close knit, uh, that everybody, I mean, I think everybody knows that, oh, that's Jeremiah. He owns, you know, they just associate. Yeah. Like my, me, small town with brothers that just do gutters. And, you know, the more, the more things that are out there, Facebook, like uh, social media, like following guys on, on, on Instagram and stuff like that. It's easier. It's a, it's a family name just brought brought to your hometown you know what i mean and so it's people like in the because i i'm really big on shopping local uh and that was one of the things that that when when we franchised you know that was some of the head trash i'm like hey i'm not why can't we shop where we live you know instead of uh um like the bigger scale kind of stuff and uh that i mean that's that's what we do we shop where we are um, and yeah. local and we're a local company. It's family based. And I think that's the biggest reason it's, it's family based. You have, uh, you know, me and Jonathan, uh, we're one of the like real family people that started the business. And then, um, everybody else is in the family too, you know, that's so it. everybody just came on. It's kind of like a brotherhood. That's so cool. Mm-hmm. So obviously, you know, a ton of people you've, you know, uh, you're very friendly. You get out there. What is it that you saw in say like Luke or Josh, what are some of the qualities when it's like in your brain, you're like, you know what, you should do this. What do you see in that person or anybody listening? If they possess certain qualities, what is it that like, you're like, you know what? I think he would be perfect. He's one of us or they're one of us. Yeah. The way they talk. I mean, the, just the, uh, verbiage, you know, like the, um, how they relate to you. If they're like, Usually people, I mean, if you're a really good people person and and you can be around people, a lot of people all the time, you're going to be good. You're going to be able to figure out like the business part. The business part is figured out. If you can deal with people, you're going to be good. <laughs> right? So that's good. Elaborate on that. Like, what do you, what do you, go ahead, Ken. Yeah. If you were to break that down, like into like a core, you know, core value type thing, what would you say that? the people that you're looking at that would be a good fit would be what kind of values that they have. I mean, they're talking in a certain way and if they're talking in a certain way, um, what kind of uh, attributes or values do you see in them that makes them a good fit? With, with Luke, he had, I knew his brother. I knew, I knew the dad, I knew the whole family. Um, You grow up in a house of brothers. Uh, You learn about adversity, uh, battling through, uh, disagreements, uh, arguments, uh, anything like that. And, um, you could see like there, there was just like a higher moral code, code guy, code with them. And, um, just talking to them, you knew that they worked hard. They had like a strong work ethic. Uh, and then with, uh, um, Josh, 
you know, I knew his sister from church and, uh, and, um, he was in the insurance business. And so that's like, I mean, you're basically a business owner in that, in that realm, that atmosphere for a, for a larger insurance company, Mm. um, that, that deals with a lot of people and, um, just talking to them and just messing around and joking around and, and you, you just get a feel for somebody just pitching back and forth, like uh, how they're going to be. Can they, can they take a little heat? Like, can you pick on them? Like yeah, you know, yeah. that, that can yep. get back, you know, uh, just being in the baseball world, you kind of just have a feel for uh, how people are and how they work. And uh, basically can they overcome like adversity? Mm. that's probably one of the biggest things in business is if can you when everyone's telling you no can you say yes and make it happen yeah because there's a lot of obstacles in every aspect of business and can you say yes and push through and and make it happen and that and and those guys you could just tell like in their voice like in how they are you know uh um, they, they're able to do that. That's cool. I pretty much like most of the, uh, the franchisees, like, or, or just in general within the first two minutes, like typically after they talk with Ken and all that, then they're like kind of serious. They're like, you know, what? I'm going to come to New York and check it out. And we'll typically go out to dinner. And it's so funny that within two minutes, like these are people that I would literally right then and there invite them and their family to our house for a barbecue, go swimming, like, I feel that immediate, like we are of the same type of values and we're the same type of people. And even at the conference, you probably felt it like people that you probably haven't met face to face, but there's just an instant camaraderie. Yeah. That, yeah. yeah. And I, you, it's hard to place a finger on it, but when it's there, it's there. And it's like, yeah, this is right. Isn't that funny how it happens? Like, I mean, of all the people in America and then like, they just came right in, like in it, like Luke at the conference. You know, like he didn't know any of these people. Like a lot yeah. of the, a lot of the people were like, you know, Peter and Jimmy or brothers, but like they worked together. Mm-hmm. Uh, James, they worked together, and then, and then between, um, you know, all the other guys, Jerry, uh, Nathan, yeah, yeah. Uh, and Luke, like how they all just kind of like. You're like, what? Have you guys, uh, you guys just know each other? What? Yeah, it seems like what you just said there to add to that, it's uh it seems like when, when things click like that, it's like it feels like you've known that person for like your whole life. Yeah. And that's when you know it's a good fit. It's it's that feeling right there is the yeah. way I think that you could describe, especially at our last conference. Um, what I described that brotherhood that you said about earlier was, you know, what all these guys in here, it's like they it's like they grew up playing wiffle ball in the backyard with each other or dodgeball. <laughs> you know, they all grew up in the same neighborhood. And, and I think that's what really is, is cool about seeing how this is growing and, and moving is that um, the commonality of the core values, attributes, and everybody that brings to the table, even though they have their own strengths and weaknesses that we all can benefit from, from um, everybody. Yeah. The culture is very, um, very solid. Yeah. yeah. It's really awesome. Like, the when you get those people around and they all have the same goal like everybody's in it for the same reason like 
there's the same goal in mind and like everybody's working and you know i think i feel like there is like good grace too so we're like oh man you didn't get there but hey you know like there's like encouragement to yeah. like if you didn't quite get it like dude you're gonna get it this year you're gonna yep. do it. you know what i mean or like oh yeah oh we got it's kind of fun Oh, it's so fun. And I'm sure it's even more fun now. I mean, when it was just you and Jonathan and, you know, I, I think that had, you know, there was a flavor there that was cool and unique and stuff. But now, you know, with a bunch, it's probably, it's way different. Yeah. But not, but I, I don't think it's bad. I don't think it's like too big. There's lost that personal touch. I think it's only getting better um, and more people adding to kind of, you know, the, the idea machine. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And I was, I was like texting Luke. I think it was like two weeks ago. He's like, man, I'm like, I can't let a guy in his first year beat me in my 10th. I'm like, crazy. It's kind of fun like that. I'm like kind of embarrassed, but kind of happy for him. Yeah, no, it's like you want the best for him, but you just want to be a little bit better. <laughs> I'm like, hey, get my crap together. Hey man, shoot. Uh, I feel the same thing. People are coming for the flagship location, you know, before yeah. you know it, you know, it's no longer going to be the, the top money producer. You know, there's already a few metrics that we're getting, you know, that New York is getting beat on. Uh, yeah. and it's awesome. I love it. I think it just, you know, rising tides, you know, wait, what do you say all the time, Ken? <laughs> Raise all ships. Raise all ships. So, so let's just, you know, real quick, I think we kind of covered this, um, but, you know, you talked about your arc and you having to unlearn some stuff and, you know, to, to get through some of the stuff. So, so your growth, was there anything, you know, that from your previous life, being a, a baseball coach and being an athlete and all that, like what translated into some of the good things? You know, let's talk about that first. What, was there any transferable skills that you had that you really think help you in business today? Um, training the, the training part. Cause all you do is, yeah. and, it, and it's not so much as like directing people. It's like being there next to them and kind of, um, I know we were big on the no show do review, but like, just if you're there, they feel more comfortable because if they mess up, you can fix it. You know what I mean? So like when you're fixing a baseball swing, like a lot of times you don't say a word, you just put the ball on the tee and you're, and you're the accountability there, putting the ball on the tee, helping them with their swing. Now, you might make an adjustment here or there, but you're not changing somebody's swing. They played baseball their whole life. So, like, just in the field when they're doing stuff, like little things, like, hey, try this. And they're like, dude, where you been? Like, this is awesome. Like, try, try wax on your saw. It cuts through the downspout a lot easier, you know, like – like little things they can bring like like to their table or like just being there they just like to be i just like to be around them it's kind of like uh like to, like baseball you just hang out goof off and but have fun yeah. and get it done, you know um yeah. that's what i like to do i like to i like to work naturally and like pick at each other and have fun doing it like that's like a good time because you feel like you're accomplishing something but then like you know i'm sure we've done that more than enough times oh yeah Rank no that's, that's fun um, go ahead coaching the coaching and um still learning the 
build a team, you know, building a bench, like a lot of the, a lot of the words that come to my head are just like, man, you gotta, I mean, if you had somebody go down at shortstop, who's there, who's going to be next? Like, uh, I gotta, you know, I gotta hire another shortstop. I need to hire a shortstop to sit on the bench, maybe pinch yeah. it and play second. Yeah. You know? um, like the pitcher in the ball pen, right? Who's, yeah. who's on deck. You got to have a bullpen. You got to have people on deck. You got to, um, and you know, today, you know, before we started recording the call, I was like, I had a guy call out, um, you know, so, um, one of my other guys on vacation. So I got a guy on a five day vacation and then a guy called out with an ankle. So and here you are goofing off with us on a podcast. That's right. You make it work. Yep. <laughs> so they have a little bit heavier schedule on one truck with three guys. Yep. No, and that's it. And you got to pivot. And I, I just, some of the things that have impressed me over the years is, you know, every once in a while you'll call me up and say you had like this, this issue and here's what you said to the person. And the, 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 I wish I recorded these, you know, every once in a while you'll call me up and say, Hey, this is what I did. It's like the best coaching I've ever heard. Like the, the way your mind processes an issue and how to deal with it with the person and I love it. Like you, when you put your coach hat on, there is nobody better. It is unbelievable what you're able to do. And to see the respect your team has always had for you and like how they'll do anything for you. Like, man, it is what you do that is hard to translate and probably comes probably from that coaching world. It's incredible. I love yeah. that. So some, yeah, sometimes my brain, my mouth can't catch up with my brain. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about, Jeremiah. I've never heard a long, awkward silence on any of our calls. Yeah, seriously. Uh, I was like, man, I got some good thoughts. And just, man, my mouth doesn't move fast enough. <laughs> <laughs> that, Georgia, that Georgia slow talk. That's why. Yeah, yeah. That's how I sold them. I, I talked yeah. to my Georgia slow twang, and they're like, "If this guy can run a business, I can." <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome, Jeremiah calling me up. I call up Jeremiah. Hey, Jeremiah, how's it going? Well, you know. <laughs> I'm sitting here waiting. Uh, okay, what? Yeah. <laughs> it's always good when it comes out. Yeah. So I'm going to put you on the spot. You know, we're in 2020. You know, you've kind of, you know, you're, you've gotten through a lot of the head trash. You, you're, you know, your, your business wants to grow in your area. You've, you've dabbled in from building homes to you seeing if working can, can uh, doing some roofing. What do you see next five years? Like right now where you're at and then it's 2025, you're back on this podcast where, you know, what do you, what do you, what do you think your business is going to look like in five years? Uh, man, it's going to be so efficient. It's going to like, that's the thing I'm kind of, I'm trying to focus on in, in this season of my business is efficiency. Like, like down to where we can be inefficient at like, like hanging out, you know, like in the mornings and like in the afternoons, like I just picture uh, us being so efficient. We can be inefficient. Does that make sense? And it doesn't hurt you. It doesn't hurt me. Like the people are like, people get done. It's like raging reviews. People are happy. Like it's like, it's like Pleasantville, you know, and, mm. um, you know, and I, I'm debating, you know, they're, they're paving the parking lot over there at the new 
shot, man. That's like, we're all, I mean, you, you wouldn't miss the ideas that are coming out from the guys, like with this, like start from scratch kind of deal. Like one, Hey, can we have one way coming in? Can we have some horseshoe pits in the back? Like we did designate like a picnic area, you know? So like the guys are getting involved in like building this place to come to work and, and enjoy, you know? Yeah. That's what you want. I, I just, I just want a camaraderie in a group of people, which I had now to, to come over like for a cookout, you know, and, and do like lots of like, like inner interaction and, uh, you know, like just culture, culture is what we talk about. Uh, just have a great culture of like having fun and awesome. a good place to come to work to. Well, that's right there is giving them that belief and how you fuel that belief within your organization is by making things happen. Like you just did purchasing that piece of property and, and the guys see all the sacrifice that you're personally putting into it. You know, every time they go by there or, you know, when they see a new wall went up or, you know, you got it out this room and now it's this beautiful office space for one of your employees or you're paving. Wow. We're going to have a paved parking lot, you know, guys who are, who are like us, right. The ones that we would invite over for dinner to come swim in our pool or whatever, that, you know, they appreciate that stuff because you're creating yeah. more opportunity for them and they see that growth and they really say, wow, you know, I really work for a really great person because all the other jobs that they had in the past, they never had saw, saw stuff like that, that they see here at brothers gutters. And uh, I think that's awesome that uh, the growth that you're having, it's just, it's just going to continue to attract great people to come work for you. And it's going to definitely uh, be awesome in five years to see how, how much uh, change goes on. You know, so much has happened in the last 10 that you've been able to accomplish and do so it's great can't believe it's been 10 years (laughs) so you know i just want to you know we're going to wrap it up here um i just wanted to thank you ken and i personally for you know the sacrifice the chance that you took you know for for putting your future in our hands for for the sense of it and us vice versa you know this had to work you know we had to make sure that we had something that could be duplicable um, in order to get other people to buy a franchise and, and you were huge and pivotal in us being able to do things, to try it. And I love what you said about like earlier on, like you didn't want to have a boss, you know, so owning your own business, you know, was the next thing. And some of the pushback that you gave us early on, like about systems and not in a bad way, like made us really have to hone them. Like we had four points of data entry at one point from a Google calendar to an editable PDF to a piece of paper. I remember that. Oh, and man, and then you got to move it over to the Dropbox folder. Oh, but because, you know, when we could see that it wasn't necessarily working or you would give us the feedback, like, I don't like this, you know, as much as that's like, oh, come on, man. If you would only do these 75 steps, you would love it. That kind of stuff really helped us be better really helped us look at the systems, dumb, not, not dumb it down, but simplify, like get rid of like 10 more steps. Like how do we then get it closer and closer and closer? So that has been so appreciative and you just being an advocate for our brand um, and how much you just contribute. Like we have an owner's Slack feed and I love that you just, you're on it. You like you, you definitely, you know, stoke 
the culture of the franchise, which is not easy, you know? So there's so much that you do and contribute and we definitely wouldn't be where we are if, if you didn't sacrifice or have some of those painful years with us just trying to get to the other side. So just wanted to say how much I appreciate you. Thanks. I appreciate it too. Took a chance on a little, like a young, you know, uh, uh, Southern kid, right? Yeah. So it's funny. Yeah. I, uh, and it was like, sure, let's do it. You know, it's kind of like, it just happened, you know? Yeah. It was kind of, I remember getting a call, like as soon as I like decided, I, I think I got a call like two days later from Jonathan. John's like, you doing this? You doing this? Let's do it. You know, like, like, cause I think he was like, he was like on the fence. And then like, I think when somebody jumped, he's like, I'm in too. Let's do it. Yeah. It's kind of, it's kind of fun. Yeah. It, it was, it was crazy. And you guys definitely, you know, you, you know, you're the original guys. You're the part, part of the story, part of the foundation of uh, us doing what we're doing. The OGs. The OGs. <laughs> I love it. Nice. So cool, man. Well, thanks so much for, uh, for being on today. Thanks for being such an advocate for our brand and an integral part of what we've accomplished here. Yeah, we love it. I love Brothers Gutters. And we love you. Thanks for joining us, and we hope you implement at least one or two nuggets from this episode that will give you the confidence to grow. Subscribe to our podcast to stay updated and grow with the bros.